Hey guys, Ben here from Comic Comedians. I just wanted to tell you guys about the best podcasting program there is called Anchor. Anchor is literally the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comic Comedians. My name is Ben Schubert, and today I have an amazing guest on. His name is Chris Killian. You guys may know him from comicbook.com. Um, the Daily Distraction. It's basically a daily show for nerds. He keeps you up to date with movies, comic books. It's three minutes long. It's daily, except for the weekends, I believe. But I hit it off with him on Instagram, and then I was like, yo, you want to be on my podcast? And he, he accepted. So, yeah, this, this is one of my favorite interviews. I, um, I enjoyed talking to him, so I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. But before we get started, what do superheroes put in their beverages? Just ice. That joke was brought to you by Nexus underscore nerd on TikTok. Super funny guy. Go give him a follow. All right, let's get this started right now. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comic Comedians. My name is Ben Schubert, your host. And I, you know what? I should have said hello, hello, because we are here with Chris Killian from The Daily Distraction. How are you doing today, man? What's going on, Ben? I'm not much, you know, just out of town. Did you have a good 4th of July weekend? Yeah, yeah, it was nice. I, I don't get to take off a lot of time, uh, the, the the unfortunate part of doing a daily show. But um, I did manage to take off like Friday and then Monday was a holiday. So I took off Tuesday as well. And I went to uh, South Carolina. I oh, flew okay. down from my spaceship and parked it in South Carolina for a little while. Oh, yeah. And now I'm now I'm back out. So. All right. That's awesome. Uh, so let's talk about like who you are for the people who, who don't um, don't follow you on Instagram and whatnot. Like, what what is it that you do, and what's your origin story? So basically, I am just I'm a host for ComicBook.com. Um, I, I'm, I do their daily show, which which is kind of like a uh, like it's like the daily show, but for nerds or geeks. That's kind of what I like to think of it as. It's just a you know I take the small snippet of news. And I kind of tell everybody what the what the news is, but I, I find that you know with the internet, everybody already knows what the news is as soon as it's out, right? You yeah. know, if you're if you're obsessed with it the way that we are and the way that most people are, um, you already know what the news is. So I mean, that stuff's all over Twitter and Instagram, you know, in, in 20 minutes as soon as it's out. So so I, I so what I end up doing more often than not is kind of making jokes about it or giving an opinion about it or or whatever. But it's just offering a little bit more analysis on 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 whatever the news is of the day and uh and and most importantly it's not serious at all i mean that's kind of why we call it the daily distraction because uh i when we started it it was just a lot of political stuff in the news a lot of trump a lot of that and i just i was tired of it man i i was tired of comedians making jokes about it all the time i was tired of hearing about it and i i just wanted to have like a like a, a little break uh for for that for people where they could kind of go watch something where they didn't have to worry about any any political talk whatsoever we just don't we do not get into anything serious it's all it's all just fun garbage news yes that and i enjoy i enjoy watching your show every morning like i'm a little behind i haven't watched in a while but uh, i i do enjoy watching it i love the movie references that you always do i'm a huge movie buff myself Oh, so cool. I, I love all the movie references and I've had people tell me like when I told people that I was going to be interviewing you they were like so excited because you're famous man like in the nerd world I, you're famous I don't know about famous but I appreciate that thank you very much I don't feel like I have enough money to call myself famous but right. we'll go with it we'll go with it if you say I feel so- like fame is more of a uh of do people know you more than money you know I don't know. I, I like to, I mean, back in the old days that they kind of went hand in hand and <laughs> right. uh, it is not like that anymore. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, that like, like having, you know, you've got like over a hundred thousand followers on TikTok, yep. right? Yes. And, and, uh, and yeah, sometimes it doesn't mean, it doesn't yeah, mean anything. I don't consider myself famous. Like I'll yeah, tell you. you can't, I mean, I, I see I mean, where you're coming from. And I don't have over a hundred thousand followers on TikTok, so I don't consider myself famous. <laughs> but you are verified on Instagram. So that, that, that says something. 
Yeah, I guess so. I I don't know. It just says I know people. That's all. It, that's all. Oh, okay. That's what that means. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this audio. audio. They don't see me winking at you. What? How did you get into comic books and nerd stuff like this? I, man, I've since I was a little kid. Man, I, I my the first movie that I ever saw, saw was um <clears throat> was I'm really aging myself here, dating myself. But it was Batman 1989 was the first uh, thing that I were like first. I, I saw a double header. I was like five, and it's my first memory is watching uh, Ghostbusters two, okay. and then and then they came through checking tickets, you know, in the same theater. And I remember my dad was being like, "Oh, we didn't buy the ticket for Batman." And that was what I was there to see. I wanted to see Batman, and he's like, "They're gonna kick us out if they if they come ask us." And uh, he was lying to me. We stayed and watched Batman, but right. um, that that's so so Batman was my first movie, uh, and then. My first comic book was was Wolverine number one. It was the Frank Miller miniseries. I still have it. It's framed, uh, and and yeah. So I mean, I've been into it for a long, long time. Before before that, even I remember watching the the Batman uh, show with Adam yes. West. I mean, I loved that as a kid. That and He Man. That was my those are my jams. So oh, yeah. So I've been around for a while, man, and 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 stayed stayed into it the whole time. I have fallen off the comic books a little bit maybe in like the mid 2000s I, I i there's so much volume now that it's it's impossible to keep up with and it's very convoluted so i don't so there are like a few things that i'll be interested in and i like graphic novels and stuff because i like contained stories um but i don't i don't keep up with any monthly series as much as i probably should uh nowadays right. yeah i understand that right now it, it's killing it right now. Like Marvel's like doing the King in Black and all the X Men stuff, and then on top of that, it's like DC's got whatever DC has going on. Like I'm, I'm following most of its Outer World stuff, not their main continuity. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm super excited for everything, but yeah, I'm kind of the same way. You know, I grew up, I grew up overseas because my dad was in the Navy, so like I, so I grew up watching like shows like uh, He Man as well. So I'm like, I'm super excited for this reboot. Like yeah, yeah, the reboot's gonna be great, man. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I mean, with I, Kevin Smith, I'm so mad yeah. that there's like seven Transformers movies and we can't get a decent He-Man movie. It's just frustrating. Got to get, we got to get uh, Chris Hemsworth, get him on, get him on the mantle. I Right. There's nobody more perfect than him. I would have said like Brad Pitt circa Troy would have been a good <laughs> He-Man. I mean, he was really looking yeah. like He-Man back, back then. But now, yeah, right now I'd say Chris Hemsworth is definitely the best bet. I don't think he's, I mean, I, I think they kind of know that already. I think that's why like Thor Love and Thunder has so many like He-Man vibes already to it. Yeah. Like the logos just ripped straight from Masters of the Universe. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of He-Man nods that are going to be going to, to Thor. Well, honestly, if you ask me, I feel like Taika, if you were to ask Taika Waititi if you watched He-Man, I guarantee you he would say yes. There's no way he didn't. Yeah, there there is like 100% sure he watched He-Man as a child. Mm-hmm. So like what so what is it that like that you do to like prepare because you do a daily show and you keep up with everything so what is it that you do that like keeps you up to date with all that like do you like go straight from the source like or do you like talk to your peers or uh no I don't really talk to peers I just cover stuff that's on the site I mean obviously I have access to to all the early information that we have on the site you know before articles are written or whatever And, and a lot of times I'll know um stuff that's going to, you know, that, that we have a, uh, um, so we can't like a day, a specific date and time on it that we can't release or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but no, for the most part, I just cover, like, if there's an article written about it on the site, it's, it's news. And that's kind of, you know, ballpark of what I, what I contain, you know, within the show. So okay. I just take, I just take what I find is the most interesting or what people seem to be the most interested in. I try to grab like five or six topics a day and, and throw it in. And you make like a five minute episode every day and it, it works. You get, you get the news out there and I really appreciate that. I've actually used it for my TikTok to keep people up to date with stuff on through TikTok oh, cool. as well. Oh, so I, yeah. And you've also interviewed like tons of actors and I'm sure writers as well. Like what, what's that like, you know? I, I mean, you're doing it right now, man. It's, that's exactly <laughs> what it's like. Okay. This is what it feels like. That's exactly what it feels like, except maybe just a little bit, 
you know, the more famous, the you know, maybe a more little stress. more stress you get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Like, I mean, I'm sure I would have never been able to get that question out to Jim Carrey that you asked him about the butt cheeks thing. I, yeah. I don't oh, think oh, I yeah, you saw that. Yeah, yeah I, I did. I regretted not. I really did like legitimately like there was a part of me that wanted to go into the interview and just spin <laughs> around and ask him with my butt cheeks. And I did. But I I'd heard things about Jim that was like, you know, I think there's a part of him that would enjoy this, but then I've also heard that he's, you know, yeah. he can be a little like, I, I don't know what the word for it is. A little off kilter, maybe a little bit. You don't right. know how, like, you don't know which gym you're going to get essentially. Right. And um, I think the gym I got that day would have really enjoyed it. So I regret not asking, or I regret not actually physically asking him <laughs> with butt cheeks. But, uh, but otherwise, yeah, I, that's funny that you saw that question. Yeah. I mean, it's just the fact that you got Jim Carrey himself to laugh. Like, I feel like that's how, you know, you're funny, you know, it's you, a, get, it's you a get the king of comedy to laugh, you know, 100%, man. I don't, I, I can do comedy shows for the rest of my life and bomb <laughs> the place out. I, and I will always have that in my heart that I, I made Jim Carrey laugh. That's a huge, huge feather in the cap for me. Right. And let me talk about the one with John Krasinski as well, because I think you were you the one who actually made him aware that he looks like Mr. Fantastic. Was that because he, he said Chris that? Yeah, he said that he he was like he acted surprised, but there's no way. I, was I feel like say. there's no way that he couldn't have known already. But I appreciate that he's like, what? Really? I'm I'm Mr. Fantastic. I mean, people have been casting me in this role for like three years now, but I had no idea yeah. that I. I'm drawn like Mr. Fantastic. It was really nice of him to act like he did not know he that. He's like a nice guy. He's yeah, he's very nice. Very, very. I'm very sure the whole cast at the Quiet Place was just great. Yeah, I you know, and that was with Emily too. I love talking to Emily. Like she was fantastic. I got so mad that that clip got released, uh, making it look like she was being like rude to a reporter because nothing. I don't know if you you're familiar with that, but on Twitter it went viral. Like our yeah. interview, like there was only like a four second clip of her acting like she's mad about a Fantastic Four question, oh. which we were just we were just joking around. And uh, and so you, when you see the clip in context, you know that she's like being super friendly and super playful. And uh, I, I really hated that, that 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 clip got taken out of context like that because she was awesome. Okay, yeah, because I mean, who would who wouldn't want to be fan casted with her husband of all people to, you know, play a big superhero? I mean. They, they are still married, correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. I, I can imagine that it's it's uh, very flattering. Yeah, I mean, they would kill it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, my buddy told me that Pam and John Krasinski, the girl who played Pam and John Krasinski as Sue and Storm, I was like, sure. But, you know, Emily Blunt, she always kills it, you know? Yeah, I would much rather see uh, Emily Blunt as as uh, <laughs> as, uh, yeah, as as yeah Sue rather than uh, Pam, I think. Okay, so who's like the best like interview you've ever had? Like, just um, out of curiosity. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of. It's really hard to just dwindle it down to one like really good interview. I mean, Jim Carrey was like as a comedian, that was like that was huge for me. I mean, he's a legend, so yeah. so that was a big deal. And, and to have a good interview with him was a you know a lot of fun. Uh, but there's been a lot of people who've been great with interviews, man. Um, John Cena was super nice, gave me like all the time I wanted to talk to him. Yeah. Um, you know, I love talking to uh, Todd McFarlane and I, and, you know, I've kind of become like somewhat buddies with him and, That's awesome. and Kevin Smith was cool to talk to. I mean, I've talked talk to, to Kevin Smith. I've talked to Kevin Smith oh yeah, for like an hour. We, like he's great. You don't really even have to talk to Kevin Smith. You just have to T-ball up a question and then, <laughs> hey, Kevin, Smith, <laughs> yeah, and then Kevin Smith will, will go, man. He's, yeah, that's what I like about him. To talk to. Yeah, he's a day off. Yeah, I would love to meet Kevin Smith. He he is like one of my, he's part of the reason why I started podcasting. And so I'm like, that's awesome. I, yeah, I, are you Are you a Kevin Smith fan? Oh yeah, of course. I, I'm, I don't have the usual Kevin Smith so like when you mention Kevin Smith, everybody's like clerks or 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 whatever, and uh, or mall rats. And I actually love him for like different stuff. Like I'm a huge fan of Dogma. Like Dogma is one of my yes. favorite movies, and yes. I feel like nobody ever mentions Dogma. And I because I you can't find so, it anywhere. Unfortunately, yeah, it's so hard to make a funny religious movie like that. And and uh, and I don't even know that it would get made now, but it would. 
yeah, but they, I love that movie. I think it's fantastic and it's very well written and got a lot of cool ideas in it. And it just surprises me that nobody ever, ever brings up dogma as far as like Kevin Smith classics. Right. I mean, my friend has it on Blu-ray and I was just like, who do you have to like sign your soul over to, to get that? You know, I know it's hard to get a hold of it. I think I've still got a DVD copy of it, but it's a, yeah, it, I mean, I've been hitting up, like you can't get it on Amazon. You can't get you can't get it. Yeah, it's, not a, it's not a movie anybody talks about. Like I said, there's there's Clerks, there's Mallrats, there's Chase and Amy, and they're all great movies. I love those yes. movies. But but I I'm I'm always surprised that Dogma's not included in like the kind of like classic you know Kevin Smith criterion. Yeah, I mean, I recently watched Yoga Hosers the other day, so I, I didn't see that. I yeah, see it that. has a it has a Johnny Depp and his daughter and Harley Quinn Smith. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, it it was a it was like a funny horror movie. It was like about like little German sausage Nazis. It, it was it was pretty funny. That sounds great. Yeah, you know they they even did that. I wasn't even supposed to be here today trope. So I was just like, all right, yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, but it, it's part of like a trilogy with a uh, Moose Jaws or, or I forgot what it was called, Moose Jaws and something else. But it's like a trilogy. Okay, so, cool. I have to look yeah. into it. Yeah. So like. You, you, how'd you like realize that you wanted to become like an interviewer or like a comedian? Uh, I, as far as interviewer, I didn't, man. I kind of fell into the gig, <laughs> um, with, with comedy. Uh, I kind of fell into that as well. Not, not as, as, as indirectly. I, I, with comedy, at least there was some purpose. I mean, I, I, I feel, I felt like around 2009, I, I had started watching a lot of stand up. I thought it was something I could do and I tried it and then it just, you know, right time, right place. And, and, and I got invited to MC, uh, shows and then I started featuring and then headlining. And before I knew it, you know, in a couple of years, I was just like touring all over the country. Uh, and, and that was great. But then I kind of reached the ceiling with standup as you know, in standup, they call you like a road dog, right? A road comic yeah. is somebody who is a very reliable comedian. He's funny. Uh, but, is does not have credits right does nobody knows who you are so as a road dog uh i had kind of like reached this this ceiling where uh i had to start getting my name out there somehow or like i was going to be stuck to b rooms for a a long time and uh and b rooms in comedy is kind of what we call like uh just like not they're okay rooms but you know no you're not going to get rich off of performing in these clubs right um and uh so i got an agent and i and 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 she got me a few auditions for some some shows and i did some commercials and uh and that was all well and good and i was just trying to get my face out there and then comic book you know i live outside nashville and so you know comic books based in nashville they were looking for hosts and uh she got me an audition for it and uh she was like i know you're like a big nerd and you're into comic yeah. books you collect books and 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 stuff like that so you want to try out for it? And I was like, sure. And I did, and I got it. And then it, it ended up being completely different than, uh, than what I thought it was going to be. Uh, cause originally they, they were looking for hosts for like after shows, like, like at the time oh, okay. uh, talking dead was really popular. Right. So talking dead was a big thing and they wanted to have like internet after shows for like Gotham and for the flash when people still watch the flash <laughs> and, uh, and so that's kind of the stuff that we, you know, that they had hired us to do, but we didn't really do that for that long. We only did it for a couple of months before we kind of transitioned into other things that we're doing. And, uh, and, and I didn't intend on being there for very long. It was just oh. another outlet to get my, you know, my face yeah, out there. there. And, uh, and then, and then I've been there now for like almost five years. So it's kind of, it's kind of crazy awesome. how, how long it's, yeah. And then, and I don't, I, I don't even do stand up as much as I did because, you know, just doing a daily show makes it just about impossible to travel and do stand up regularly. So, so I kind of still pick, you know, before 2020 happened, I was still picking and choosing dates and going out like once a month. But since the pandemic happened, I haven't even gone out to do right. any dates. So I'm just kind of, I'm kind of working on a bunch of new material and, and, uh, and probably going to come out 2022, you know, swinging hard with some stand up with your Bo Burnham ne- Netflix set special. Is that what you you're never doing? know. <laughs> no, I actually talked to a, uh, an actor. He was an extra on WandaVision. He was one of the people who blurred back in, uh, in WandaVision in the hospital, but he's also a stand-up comedian. He said that he did like online shows, like a Zoom call, 
and he did stuff like that for like college. Yeah, yeah, those are soul crushing. Yeah, you, you know, you don't want to do those. I I respect the comics who who made a living doing those, and I got I got a few offers to do them, and I had, I turned it down and turned it down and turned it down, and then I finally got an offer for a college that the money was too good. I had to do yeah. it. Um, and I and I did it, and yeah, it's pretty it's pretty excruciating, man. It just does. I mean. <laughs> Stand up, it's just not an stand up yeah. has a very particular environment that you need, and right. on Zoom is not that environment. Yeah, I, I can only imagine how hard it would be, like because you never know how like how the people would respond. And I tried to I tried to keep it like a little bit more like podcast feel to it, and I just kind of sat down and I and I was trying to talk to the students and interact with them, and and like and I would tell some jokes, and I even had like a laugh track ready to go because right. everybody screens blacked out; they didn't want to have anything to do with interacting so right i just had a laugh track so i would just tell a joke make a laugh and then just just kind of wait and then so uh and, and that worked out fine i got through I, I got through the 30 minutes relatively uh painless that way but but when i watch other stand-ups do zoom shows and they've got like a, a green screen brick wall behind them and they're still holding a microphone and they're trying to do their stand-up it's just <laughs> oh, yeah i just know i hate it i hate yeah, that, it that, that would sound awkward i can understand I, I i was in theater in high school i can only imagine doing an entire play on or something like that on, on uh yeah like i understand like you're trying to recreate the atmosphere but we all know you don't need a microphone so what are you doing you know like right yeah you know, this is weird okay yeah i can understand that uh earlier you, you were talking about how batman was your first movie now i, I would like to ask you about the flash play movie what do you, how do you, how, how do you feel about Keaton being back? Oh God, I'm so excited, dude. I mean, it's been really hard for me to contain my excitement about, <laughs> about Keaton being back. And, and, and I, I have full faith that they're going to make him look awesome and amazing. And it's, he looks great for, for being, he's like 69. Really? I mean, yeah. He's like, he's up there, man, but he looks, he looks great for his age. And so, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see him come back. He's one of those guys, you know, for being, you know, we have like we've figured out the superhero movie now, right? So yes. we have we sign these people to trilogies. We get, you know, everybody gets an arc. You know, you kind of saw it with you know Christian Bale, and, yep. and and we've seen it now with Captain America and Iron Man, and everybody gets their chance to like close it out. And Keaton didn't really get that for yeah. being like the first like really legitimate Batman. Um, you know, it's like he's got Batman and Batman returns under his belt and then he just kind of disappears and gets recast, you know, with Val Kilmer. And so it's nice. It's nice to see him maybe get some closure, you know, out of the role, which I didn't think we'd ever get. So that's I cool. Agree. Yeah, I, I am. I'm just excited because this could lead to Batman Beyond. And that's what gets me excited. I'm well, a huge I, we, I, it sounds like they're going to try to do a, like a like a twist on Batman Beyond where it's going to be like Batgirl, but he's going to be sort of like mentoring her through that which i'm not as excited about that i want like give me straight up batman Fair. beyond but but i'm i'm not going to complain at all about michael keaton being back how you know yes uh, he's one of my personal favorite batman as well you know of all the batman you know like it, it, it has to come down between ben affleck christian bale or or uh michael keaton and oh for sure and i i mean and i try to like when i think obviously it's all subjective right but uh, when you ask me like who's your favorite Batman or who's your favorite Spider-Man things like that I think that it is fair to like break these things up with like well he's a good Batman not as good of a Bruce Wayne or he's a great Spider-Man but not as good of a Peter Parker whatever but um Michael Keaton was was it as Batman that guy was yes, he, fantastic as Batman yeah, great job the one thing he did was he killed that's the one thing but you know what Batman kills sometimes when it when it comes to aliens and stuff you know yeah, I think the line yeah. is very very uh what, what's the word translucent when it, when it comes to uh, you, you know, like when it comes to his killing moral, you know, but as yeah. I've been doing all of these origins for the Suicide Squad, I've noticed like a lot of these are Batman based characters. And I've noticed like Batman throughout the years is, is basically like a different person throughout these years. And then I rewatched the Lego Batman movie the other day and I realized I was like, you know, this is probably the most accurate depiction of Batman, if you ask me, <laughs> because it's meant to be the Batman through out all time you yeah. know and i feel like if batman were no. here, you know that's what he'd be like yeah well you can't have a character that kind of is like 80 years old that doesn't change and evolve with the times yes. or or you know it doesn't even have to be with the times but he has to change it but i mean bat nobody has had more drastic you know personality shifts 
than Batman. I mean, when you right. just consider, you know, the fact that we can have somebody like a dark Michael Keaton-esque Batman versus like a silly, campy Adam West Batman, and they're all Batman. I mean, that's pretty amazing, to same, be honest. Same goes for Spider-Man, you know, that he's been around since forever, basically, it feels like. Sure. And, you know, he's also changed throughout the comic books. And people go, oh, is this a comic accurate Spider-Man? And I'm just like... Yeah, but Spider-Man, even his evolution isn't as drastic as Batman's. Uh, right. And I would say the same for Superman. I mean, Superman is like, he's always, he's he's a very straight and narrow, like wholeheartedly, like just a good dude. And, and sure, the comics have, have ventured between a little more silly versus serious. But, but, but Batman, it's like drastic i mean the the superman's never been like super campy the way that batman was at least not that i'm aware of uh i'm there's probably some instances i mean obviously there's there's the years where he had crypto the super dog with him and all that so i guess there's probably some campiness there but but definitely like it's more it's more noticeable with batman who is you know at his heart, like a very, very dark character. Yes. And then when you see him like come out into the light, it's like, what? What's this? Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I like about these superheroes because they can be different and they can be, they can change throughout time and I can enjoy them no matter what. That's why Batman is one of my personal favorite superheroes of all time. And yeah. who, who is yours? Uh, Batman's up there. Uh, I like, I like the darker characters personally. Okay. If I had to like just, like like it changes daily right it but i love i love like batman uh wolverine i i, I grew up a big fan of wolverine i like yeah. ghost rider i like spawn i like uh daredevil you know i yes. love a lot of the 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 darker sort of characters i don't know why i've I've always found them to be a little bit more fascinating was it wasn't a phase though right <laughs> no it's not no, a phase no. mom it stayed it stayed, it stayed dark Right. I, I mean, I noticed that through your cosplays and I can't wait to see your soldier boy because I mean, you've got like a resemblance to Jensen Ackles. So like, well, I can't wait. Nicest, to see- that's the nicest resemblance that anybody could say that I have. I get Miz all the time. And I think it's just the hair, but I get, I get Miz a lot. Uh, I've gotten uh, Fry from Futurama. Futurama. I get that too. Yeah, that's a fun one. I, I get Ron Stoppable. Uh, yeah, I, I, I get them all. I, Billy Zapka comes up a lot too, like a young Billy Zapka. Billy, so. I can see Billy Zapka. Yeah, like a, you're like a nicer Billy Zapka. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, uh, the, at my old comic shop, they actually had one of those variants for the Cobra Kai comic for the show. And they uh-huh. were going to have him sign it. And they wanted me to go to a Comic Con and have him sign it to your son, Ben. And that's how I wanted to make it out. And I was going to tell him, he's like, who am I making this out to? Oh, to your son, Ben. And just have him look up at me and then look back at himself, and then look back at me, and just see how he would respond. But I feel like I would have gotten kicked out of Comic-Con if I did something like that. I don't think you'd get kicked out. I don't, I, you know, he probably would have been cool about it and been like, sure, yeah. I mean, if I told him at the end of the day, like, no, you're not really my dad, but it would have been nice to mess with him a little bit. It would, yeah, you know, what would have been really funny is that if it actually confused him. If if Billy Zapka's got some secret kids out there that he's like, there's no way I don't have secret kids Yeah, he's like, one night stands go up to the Comic-Con. And in his head, in his head, he's like, oh, no, like this, is, this guy is about karate kid age, height of my fame. I was getting crazy in the 80s. And, and right. yeah, guy. yeah, you know, I'm 23. So it's like, you know, tw- one night stands 24 years ago. What, what we got? What do we got? What do we got? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah the redhead. Yeah, that's my mom. <laughs> so yeah, do you enjoy doing the cosplay or do you like? Like, of course, everybody enjoys doing cosplay, but do you like make your own cosplays or do you have somebody make them or do you just like order them? Um, a little bit of both. It, it, it depends. I've got a I've got a cosplay coming up for the Suicide Squad that I'm going to do that I'm very excited about that I've is, is my first time. Like I pretty much built it from the ground up. I mean, I nice. built it all from I scratch. I mean, obviously, I ordered like different pieces to yeah. put it together. But um, but yeah, I'm going to be. I'm, I'm fairly excited about it. I'm gonna wait because I'm I'm I'll wait uh, to tell you because it's uh I'm gonna come out with it like maybe like another week or so. I've already started like I, I just did like a, a a photography session for it. Oh, that's yesterday. awesome! And uh, but I love I love the cosplay. I mean that's that's um it's kind of crazy that it's taken me as long to get into it, right? As it has, but um but I felt like for a long time that that was like a very untapped 
thing that we were doing at comicbook.com was not we i was like why are we not tapping into costumes right. often like there's so much good cosplay out there and we we will run the occasional article of somebody that's like really yeah. impressive but but being able to utilize that on the show um for the intros that we you know we do um yeah those have been a lot of fun because i you know for the longest time we had that saxophone intro that we were doing Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. But I was even sick of the saxophone intro. Really? And I, if I'm sick of it, I know everyone else has to be sick of it. And I just thought like, I felt like, you know, my my bottom line is I wanted the show to be fun. And I, I love the idea of a different intro and a different character every day. And yes. you never know who it's going to be. And And now we've recorded like 30 of them. So we just, you know, we just cycle through them. And- That's great. Yeah, and it's and it's and it's really fun. And, and one one of the ways that we've been able to pull off as many of them as we have is is I, my girlfriend Brooke. Um, she's like an amazing makeup artist. Like yes. she's yeah, she's so good. And and she she'll get mad at me for saying that, but she she's amazing. And she's done like like the bald caps, and she's done like a lot of like my Terminator. Terminator, yeah, yeah. The Terminator makeup that, was sick, man. So good. And she's so she's been able to like having her around you know to 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 do up my makeup and stuff has 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 been a lot of fun i mean even she even made me look like john wick which was just really stupid yeah i don't know if you saw that one but uh there's a like like she because she she does it's very particular like she she like will shade my face and like give me like five o'clock shadow because i'm you know i don't look like keanu reeves normally but (laughs) obviously but um but but the way she can do like she, like who who was it there was somebody that um she made me look more like by just giving me a cleft in my chin like she shadow painted like a, a cleft in my chin like, i don't like know crimson who. chin huh like the crimson chin yeah like like the, give me the little chin butt uh I, I don't remember who that was but there's somebody that she made me look more like them by giving me a little little chin butt that's that's how she fixed that problem oh it was kurt russell yeah, it was because I did. Yeah, I did. I did. I was Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China. And okay. She gave me a little chin butt. Oh, yeah, he does have a chin butt. Better. I'm used to yeah, thinking of him as, you know, I, I can only do so much with my face. You know, Kurt Russell's a beautiful man. And, uh, it, you know, it's hard for me to look that attractive. So, right. But she does. She does some magic. So. Yeah, no, my, my sister used to do all that stuff in high school. Like she used to make it look like zombie bites on her arm. Or she would make like yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, I don't know how she does it. It's that. incredible, and she does it to herself. Like she does her own makeup sometimes in a mirror, and I'm like, well, how do you do that? I have no idea how she does that. And she thinks that it's just so like she's just like, oh, I'm just I'm like, who taught you to do that? And she's like, I just picked up a brush and started doing it, and I'm I'm like, okay, ah, I can't even <laughs> just picked up a brush. Imagine, yeah, how yeah. difficult that actually. I mean, you really have to have a knack for it, and she does, right? And, uh, and it's pretty incredible, but yeah, she's, she's helped me pull off a lot of these looks. Yeah. And when you, when you bring up cosplay and you were talking about how it's not talked about enough, and I'm actually kind of surprised it's not talked about more at comicbook.com. Like you said, you do the occasional article, but like actually on this podcast alone, I've actually had three, two podcast, uh, two podcasts dedicated to just cosplayers. Oh, and, nice. Yeah. Because I feel like it's a big part of the comic book community, but it's not talked about enough and I'm going to be doing another one soon. Like, almost half of my friends on tiktok are cosplayers so i'm just like guys this it, it is huge i do find also that i i've had a lot more fun like like i've got a have got a spider-man costume i've got um i got a few things but i find that i really like the more obscure characters like i like having uh i like doing characters that uh people don't really think about to cosplay yes, that's what a couple of those that I've done, like John Wick, there's not a lot of people out there cosplaying as John Wick. And so right. doing that one was a lot of fun. Uh, who I've got coming up that I, I, I'm going to keep hush for right now. Uh, that's fun. But it just makes me f- like, I just want to like get into the uh, the very like deep recesses of comic books and and pull out the most obscure characters and, right. and cosplay as those guys versus like everybody else who's cosplaying as Deadpool or yeah, Spider Man, whatever. Yeah, like I, I'm not gonna. I, there, I'll never pull off Batman better than some other, you know, big six foot two dudes are gonna pull off Batman. So I, mean, I don't know. Jensen Ackles is Batman now. So he, yeah, he, well, he's <laughs> Batman. He's sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Voicing <laughs> Batman. But you could do um, like the live version. 
Yeah. Well, it is kind of funny that like, you know, in the you think of Batman as being this gorilla of a dude, but uh, Michael Keaton's like five foot eight. So he's tiny. Yeah. So, you know, there there is room for the smaller Batman out there. Yes, there's always room for small kings and that's OK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah like i've been like i'm also like like i do billy cranston from the power rangers i i do him a lot and oh, nice. i i've been like You're talking about like zordon uh not no billy cranston was uh the oh Blue billy Cran- okay i was thinking who am i thinking of uh you were thinking uh, of zordon uh the big floating head yeah 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 who who the guy from breaking bad what's his name i don't know if he was he was on breaking bad Oh yeah, he did it in the in the new movie. Uh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Actually, Billy Cranston was named after him. Actually, uh, oh. Brian Cranston started on Power Rangers back in the nineties. He was a he yeah, was yeah, played yeah. a couple of the monsters, and they named him after Billy. They named Billy Cranston after him. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, yeah. But Brian Cranston ended up playing Zordon. Oh, I was confused. I was just like, wait, what? I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess because Billy Cranston was so close. I was like, why can I not think of his name? I know that's that's really close. Um, but that's that's cool. Yeah, I the Power Rangers is one of the only cosplay intros. Like, I, I want to have at least an intro for like every like big franchise, and Power Rangers is one of the only ones I don't have one for yet. Yeah, I mean, you guys have like a whole section dedicated to it on the website too, like mm-hmm. which is crazy. I was just when I was going through it for the first time, like I when when we moved back to the states, I was just like, man, they got like a whole section for Power. I didn't realize how big Power Rangers was because I grew up when i lived in japan like I, I watched it i watched super sentai you know so which is the japanese version of the power rangers right so, yeah like i said my dad was in the navy you look I, yeah i didn't know either <laughs> the power rangers was such a big thing it, it i mean it still is um i because i watched i watched like maybe the first two seasons and then i also watched like the original movie and that was about all the power rangers that i watched i kind of like aged out of it and then and then I found out when I started working here, I was like, oh, that's still on. Like, they're still, they're still making new ones. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm, I still have to keep up with the newest one, but I, I've watched every episode. I've read every comic book. I'm a Power Ranger stand through and through. I never will stop. But yeah, I've done Billy Cranston, and I've been on and off about doing Polka Dot Man. I, when I, I remember when I first saw Polka Dot Man on the set photos, I got really excited for weird reasons because he's not even that big of a character, believe it or not. Because uh, when I was doing, Polka Dot Man's not a big character. Well, he is a big character. Like he shows up in the shows and whatnot. But like when I just when I was doing his origin, he doesn't show up in the comics much. Like he doesn't even have an origin really. No, he he's he, he Polka Dot Man was a lot more prevalent during that campy phase of yeah. like sixties and 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 you know stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean, but when I was doing his origin, I mean, they they didn't even have a reason why he started crying. He just did yeah well that's i mean a lot a lot of those characters back then they you know these were like one shot comics for kids right so they didn't have to think of like they just needed something that they could sell on the outside of a cover they didn't know so they didn't really delve stan lee sort of changed that i think stan lee was more you know before stan lee it was just a lot of like throwing stuff at a wall and being like this there's no there's no rhyme or reason for for this guy and 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 why is this x-men and fantastic four just came out of nowhere Mm -hmm. yeah i i agree with you stanley is is he definitely changed the paved the way for like with the fantastic four making like actual heart to a story because like that was supposed to be the story that he always wanted to write he was about to quit marvel before he wrote that and his wife told him just write this story and if you still want to do it keep going you know yeah thank god he did you know uh, yeah, right. I'd be out of a job for sure. <laughs> so for the Suicide Squad movie, who are you most ex- like? What like what character are you excited for? Like what what are you excited to see? Peacemaker. Peacemaker is a character I really enjoy in the comics, and I never thought I was going to see him in live action. <laughs> and the fact that not only is he coming out in live action, but he's so comic accurate. I mean, he looks ridiculous. Yes. in the best way possible i'm so excited for peacemaker and it looks like john cena is gonna just steal it so so yeah. that, he, he's definitely who i'm most excited to see uh in in live action in that movie yeah of all the characters i mean weasel seemed really interesting i i want i can't wait to see peter capaldi as the thinker that one's super exciting i i just cannot wait and you know you, you said you wait so you 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 read the peacemaker series already 
No, 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 no. I, peace, just Peacemaker from the comics. Like, there, you know, I have some like '90s books that he. Yeah, that's like, what I meant. Like the series from the '90s. I don't think I actually read the Peacemaker series, but I've seen him as a character like pop into other things that I, I really liked him in. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed a lot of the new Suicide Squad members have been showing up in current continuity. Like Peacemaker was actually just in the newest Suicide Squad book with Red. Yeah, Axe. yeah, that. I so, mean, that checks out. I feel like film and comics always kind of like align in that sort of way. You know, the same way as like when Nick Fury, uh, that, I mean, that was kind of the point I was making to John Krasinski, right? Is that when Nick Fury became, you know, when they started drawing him to look like Samuel L. Jackson, and then he became, you know, Samuel L. Jackson became Nick Fury in the movies. That was one of those instances where, you know, they kind of bled over into each other. Yeah. And that's why, you know, it, it if you're going to draw, you know, Mr. Fantastic as John Krasinski for like a couple of years, then... You know, it makes sense that he's going to be cast as the guy. Same with uh, Donald Glover's Miles Morales. Like he played him in the Ultimate Ultimate Spider-Man TV show. So, mm -hmm. so well, yeah. well, I mean, well, that was the whole reason why they made him, you know, his uncle in, in Homecoming. Yes, you know, it was exactly. kind of a nod to that. Yeah, and that, that's what I love about movies and comics because we can finally get to see these things on screen. And I was telling my old boss the other day when I went to go visit him, I was just like, you know, I feel like we live in an age where all the actors somehow look like our comic book characters and it's weird. You know, like like Robert Downey Jr. is, he looks exactly like Iron Man. Like right. almost like there is, the similarities are uncanny. Now we have Cara, Cara Kent, I mean, not Cara, Cara, Laura Lane Kent, uh, from the new Flashpoint movie from the Injustice series. And I'm super excited to see that. I, I, I just love seeing this. It's like, I would, if you would have told me a long time ago that Thanos was going to be the number one villain in the world, <laughs> I would have laughed in your face. Like, I would have not believed you. Like, I knew he was a big deal, but I didn't know he was that big of a deal. Like, same with Iron Man. If you would have told me he would have been a household name, I wouldn't have believed you. Like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty brilliant what Marvel have done. I mean, this has been talked about ad nauseum everywhere, I feel like over the last 10 years. But I mean, you know, Marvel, what they're really good at is taking their second tier characters and, you know, and, and making them main eventers. Right. Um, you know, the fact that they didn't have X-Men and they didn't have Fantastic Four and they didn't have Spider-Man and they, you know, even growing up as a big fan of comics, I have very few Iron Man comics and very, very few Thor comics. Those just weren't the guys that I was into. I was into X-Men. I was into Spider-Man. I was into those main, you know, the, 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 the main players. And right. uh, yeah, the fact that they've turned the Avengers into like the top comic book guys over the last like 10, 12 years is pretty amazing. And now I feel like they're doing it all over again with the Disney Plus series, right? Because they're yes. taking like, you know, they're taking the second tier characters from that. And taking, you know, Scarlet Witch and Vision and and Hawkeye and, you know, and, and Winter Soldier and all that stuff. And they're kind of like bringing them up, you know. Right. It's impressive. Yeah. And now that we're on the topic of Marvel, I, I, I just wanted to run this by you. I saw the Black Widow movie. And uh, and if you guys haven't seen it yet, I, I will let you go into spoiler territory because I just watched it last night. What'd you think? Did I you loved it. I, it was way better than I expected it to be. Um, not my... I don't know that it's a um, how many how many Marvel movies have there been now like 23 is that right or it'd be 24 I believe at this one 24 okay uh yeah I, I'm not not my top five may not probably not my top 10 definitely top 15 I don't know what okay. that says about it it's a you know um I liked it I liked it um I thought the action was stellar. The action was yes. a lot more hard hitting than I really, I, I was impressed with how, how good the action was in it. I, th I thought Florence Pugh was hilarious. I loved uh, David Harbour as Red Guardian. I thought, I thought he was fantastic. I would love to see more of them together. You know, now that they're doing like a Guardians holiday special, I, I, I just kept thinking, I, I watched it again this, for a second time this morning actually. Oh, really? And, uh, and I, and I was just like, man, I would love to see like a Thanksgiving with the three of them, like catching up and, you know, something like that, like that family yeah. dynamic with them was a lot of fun. And, um, and I thought it was a good send off for, uh, for, for Scarlett Johansson as, yeah, as Black Widow, you know? So, game, I can tell you that. Yeah, it was very, I, I, I liked it a lot. Um, the only thing I, I did not like Taskmaster. I was very disappointed 
with how they treated Taskmaster. Yeah. Um, and not even for the like the 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 gender swap reason, but like, yeah, just, like he, he wasn't on screen. Like really. Well, it wasn't that he wasn't on screen, um, but just just the, the fact that he, well, she is just like sort of a mind controlled puppet was disappointing. There was just no personality sure. and 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 no no real purpose uh, other than being just a, a right hand henchman. And uh, I, I just didn't I didn't I just didn't like it. Who knows? They could always do another thing with Taskmaster. He could show up in the Hawkeye show or something like that. Or she she could show up in the Hawkeye show. I got to used to saying that now. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, maybe. Um, or, or it could be a Mandarin situation where they're they're just like that wasn't the real Taskmaster. If there's enough, I would, be mad I would just like just go with the roll, roll with the punches. Just just fix it. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I but I did think it was cool making her making her Drake Drake off daughter. I thought that was I thought that was interesting. Like I oh, thought it, it just it seemed like an easy um like I I took my son to watch it this morning and as soon as they mentioned Dragoff's daughter, he was like, It's Dragoff's daughter. That's really? what that is. I mean called it right away and I was like Yeah, there's not even anybody else that it could be. And they'd sort of try to fake you out by making you think that, you know, she died, but yeah, it, it was a very obvious setup. Yeah, I mean, during the trailers, I was like, before the movie even dropped, I was like, it has to be Melina. Melina. That's who I thought it was. I, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was Melina. Yeah, and I was like, oh, dude, it'd be so cool. And, I was, and then I was like, oh, man, it threw me off guard. I was like, and I think that's what they were trying to get us to do. But mm-hmm. yeah, and that's what, and a lot of people are upset that it's not actually Tony Masters himself. And I'm just like, yeah. Well, I mean, if it was Tony Masters, I think they would have told us that. That's not. It's like hiding the fact that Mary Jane's Spider-Man's wife. You know, like how, how do you keep that a secret? Yeah, well, you don't have to keep everything a secret. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, you know, I like when things are a little bit more comic accurate. I I prefer that. Um, but it's not the end of the world for me. I don't. I don't just lose my crap about it. You know, and go right. crazy when when things don't turn out the way I want them to be, it's just, you know, it just is what it is. So. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the movie. What would you give it out of 10 though? I, I'd say a solid seven. Yeah. That's probably about what I would say. I'd say like, seven, seven and a half, something like that. Um, I, I really liked it. Um, and I liked it just as much the second time. So um, it's definitely, it's way better than Thor, the dark world. And, and <laughs> I was just uh, about Captain to say that. Marvel, I'll say that, uh, you know, um, yeah, I enjoyed it as far as like some of the, the other solo outings go, like I said, I enjoyed it way much, uh, more than I thought I would. So, yeah, I feel like this movie would have been better if it came out when Captain Marvel did instead of Captain Marvel and then Captain Marvel coming out now, you know, I feel like Captain Marvel should have been introduced in Endgame and then yeah. they made that movie, you know, I feel like that would have been easier because, you know, Natasha's dead, you know. I, I agree. I agree with that. I, I did not like Captain Marvel at all. I hated really? Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. What, what was the problem with it? Uh, I didn't like the retconning of of the whole um, acting like she's like now the like the first Avenger. Or, oh, okay. The, the fact that Captain America was around and he wasn't a secret, like they'd made comic books about him and they had playing cards for him. And, right. you know, he was a he was a thing. Like he was a real deal superhero already. It was established. I really hated that they tried to retcon that to change like where Captain Marvel is now. Like, ooh, oh, she's, okay. that really... That really bugged me. I never thought about that. Yeah, I hated it. I I couldn't stand that. Um, and and the, the, a lot of the '90s references just felt forced. Like I like when things. I I love period pieces, but but there was something about the way they did a lot of the '90s references in that that was. It just felt forced to me. I didn't enjoy right. it. Okay, well, well, let's talk about something that I, I'm sure you do enjoy. That's the Loki series. Uh, what what do you think of this yeah. so far? Like the season finale is uh this Wednesday. Yeah, so who do you think the big bad is going to be? Do you think it's going to be Kang, or do you think it's going to be Loki? I think it's, it might either. I don't think it's going to be Kang, because I've noticed throughout these big Marvel shows, they haven't been using big-time characters. And Kang, I would consider a big-time character. I'm, I think he might show up in a post credit scene or something, leading in a multiverse of madness or something like that. But, well, we know he's going to be in Quantum Mania. Or that as well, yes. Yeah. Um, so um, I think he might show up in a post credit scene, but it could be another Loki trying to I, that makes the most sense to me i know i know that we think this is cosmopolis 
and uh, or not Chronopolis. Yeah. Chronopolis. Yeah, yeah, I said that wrong. Um, I know that we think that this is going to be Chronopolis, and that's probably true. But I feel like King Loki makes way more sense here, yes. especially since the whole series has revolved around Loki and all of these variants. I mean, you know, are we going to get Kang, who is a character we're all excited to see? But um, it makes more sense for Loki to be astounded by the fact that there's an eviler version of him that's been running, Thanks. yeah, running the TVA and all of this stuff. That just it just it feels like that's gonna that makes more sense. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for all of it. Um, Loki so far is is probably one of my favorite Marvel shows behind Falcon and the Winter Soldier and then WandaVision. But I mean, they're all great shows. So. They've all been great. They've all been. I really loved WandaVision for how unique it was. Yes. You know, Ralph Boner moment aside. Yeah. I I really I really loved it. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier felt more like classic Marvel to me. So. You know, of course, I like that as well. But yeah, Loki's been a lot of fun, and it's been a lot. It's been great to see Owen Wilson kind of hitting his stride on there. Yeah, I'm so, still, I'm still upset we're not going to get a wow out of him. Like I was so upset. I mean, he gave us a solid how, but and he said it in his way that he says wow. But uh, writers have already confirmed there's not going to be a wow, and I was just like, no. oh, that's upsetting. That's. I mean, it's okay. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I think there's plenty of wow uh clips from owen wilson circulating on the internet <laughs> we don't exactly need it in loki i mean whatever it would it would just been a throwaway joke as it is but still it's just like it's you know it's like it's like saying i have a bad feeling about this in the star wars movies you know well, it's like, like waiting like, for arnold to say i'll be back right you just true just waiting on it yeah so thank thank you so much for coming on chris I, I i'm a big fan of yours i can't wait to see more of what you have in store for us is there anything that, that's big that's coming up that 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 we don't that we don't know about yet no 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 you know if you guys don't don't already check out the show it's uh on on comic book it's i mean on instagram is where we primarily make it for is at comic book but uh comes out every day monday through friday and then, uh, you know, follow me on Instagram at CK Comedy or on Twitter uh, at Chris Killian. And, uh, you know, that's that's where I'll be posting a lot of these cosplays that I'm coming out with. And 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 and, and that's where uh, I post a little bit more like maybe some more adult oriented humor sometimes as well. So and then on TikTok, I mean, you're a master of TikTok, so I got to yeah. get on that. I'm at the Chris Killian on there. Um, but uh that's about it, man. You know, All nothing, right, yeah. Thank you so much crazy. for coming just, on. Yeah. Every day, just, uh, just, you know, slowly. <laughs> slowly cracking away at it. All right. Yeah. You, you have a great day, sir. And uh, keep up the great work. Thank you, Ben. All right.